You are listening to Phoebe Up Weaning Podcast. Phoebe is a free recipe app with healthy, family-friendly recipes from six months of age. Download Phoebe Up for free on the App Store. Our content is for informational purposes only and should not be taken as healthcare advice. If you have any concerns over the health and well-being of your child, please speak to your GP or health visitor. Hello, this is Sarah from Phoebe Up. Welcome back to our weaning course with little tips and tricks to help you on your weaning journey. In our last session, you learned about the readiness signs for weaning. And today, we are going to look at two different routes of weaning. Starting solid food is a major milestone in a baby's first year of life. And if it's your first child, you might be loving or dreading the day that your little one is going to join the table. Now the first big question is to mash or not to mash the food. There are two ways to start your weaning journey once your baby is six months of age. Traditional weaning and baby-led weaning, sometimes also referred to as BLW. You'll find fanatics in both camps, but in my opinion, there's no right or wrong. First and foremost, I believe that you have to feel comfortable with the approach that you choose. If you're in constant panic that your baby might choke, then maybe baby-led weaning might not be for you. On the other hand, if you're feeling confident or even weaning your second baby or third baby, then I'd recommend trying the baby-led weaning way. It saves you the puring and the spoon feeding. And if you've got two little people at the table, it's easier to divide the attention between them more equally. Though remember to always keep a very close eye on your youngest. I've put a few points together to broadly sum up the two different routes. We're going to start with traditional weaning, which is where you feed your baby pureed food. So the food is pureed and spoon-fed, and you start with vegetables followed by fruit. You move on from runny puree to lumpy textures within four to six weeks. By 10 months, you should arrive at a thick puree with lumps the size of a pea. And at eight to 10 months, you start offering soft finger food alongside the purees, like banana and mango, steamed apple or ripe pear or avocado. These are great fruits and veggies to start off with. By 12 months, most babies are usually able to handle bite-sized pieces. You can add baby's usual milk, for example, express breast milk or the baby's usual formula to your purees when you make them and that really helps them to accept new tastes in the very beginning. A plus side of traditional weaning is that you know exactly how much your baby has eaten because you have the portion in front of you and you know exactly how many spoons full your baby has eaten from that food. It is also less messy, at least in the beginning, and it's always very easy to find food on the go because even the smallest supermarket or corner shop usually stacks a jar of baby puree. So these are kind of the, the main points of traditional weaning that I'd like to share with you. Now we're going to have a look at baby-led weaning, which is often referred to as BLW. That's the acronym that's being used when you read about it in texts. So basically means exactly what it says, that the baby 
leads the way in the journey. You start offering finger food straight from the beginning, so you don't mash the food at all, and you offer it in a size that is safe for your baby, and your index finger is a very good guide for that. You start the same with uh, traditional weaning. You start with steamed or boiled vegetables, and you follow it up with fruit. And it should be soft, but not too mushy, so your baby can actually hold it, and it doesn't squish straight away in their little fist. Small fruit and vegetables like grapes and baby tomatoes must always be cut in half or in quarters and blueberries and other soft berries can be squashed between your fingers and this is to avoid your baby from choking on them. Baby led weaning, as I said in the beginning, means exactly what's in the name so you let the baby decide what and how much to eat. It is a bit more difficult to measure how much your baby has actually eaten, but the nappy content will tell you later. Baby led weaning is very messy, I have to admit, but it really is a lot of fun, and in my opinion, it's totally worth it. A lot of food will land on the floor, so some parents put a shower curtain under the high chair, and that really helps to clean up the mess afterwards. When you're eating out, it can be a little bit challenging to find salt-free and sugar-free options. And I usually always carried prepared finger food with me when I went out with my children. And one note to, to add to this as well, um, it's believed that baby led weaning contributes to muscle development in the mouse and that it's really beneficial for speech development. So that's something to bear in mind if you want to go down that route. I hope these points help you a little bit to um, kind of see the differences between baby-led weaning and traditional weaning. I'd like to share a few more points about weaning in general, especially if it's your first baby, you might have a lot of questions. So whether you start with purees or finger food, it's always advised to wait until the baby is six months of age or very close to six months of age before introducing solids as they get all they need from breast milk or formula before then. Also, it's important to keep in mind that all babies develop different. So don't worry if your baby is still on runny purees while your friend's baby is already chewing a steak at seven months old. All babies are different and it's not a race and it has to be safe and it has to be enjoyable for both you and your child. Also, baby-led weaning is just not for everyone. Although there's a very big hype around it, I don't feel that you're you know, letting yourself or your baby down if you decide to go the traditional route. And baby-led weaning is only safe if you feel safe watching your baby eat this way. So if you're in a constant worry and a panic over every little gag that you hear, and you'll hear a lot of those in the very beginning, then maybe it's just not for you. And don't feel that you're letting yourself or your baby down. You might find yourself naturally doing a bit of both, actually, which is totally fine. And I did that with my first daughter. And many people actually do a bit of both, a bit of pureeing and a bit of finger food with their babies. Something that might put you at ease. I did actually a baby first aid course when I started weaning my um, first daughter. So I can highly recommend doing that if you can, if it's available to you, because it just makes you feel a little bit safer. And whichever route you take, it's always safest to feed your baby in a high chair 
This way you can closely observe your baby and how it reacts to food, to new tastes. Because if your baby sits on your lap, you don't have a very clear view of their face. So a high chair is always the best and safest way to feed your child. If your baby was born prematurely or has any underlying health conditions, it's always best to speak to your health visitor or your GP before you start your weaning journey. One last note for today. I know that you'll probably be thinking a lot about the choking and gagging and what actually is the difference. So choking means that your baby actually cannot breathe. And gagging means that your baby is working out food that's hit their gag reflex so just they're just working it out by themselves and you have to let them work it out themselves there's a saying that was taught to me in my first aid baby course that I did and I think it's it's so helpful to kind of decide whether your baby is choking or gagging so it's silent and blue they need you it means your baby is choking red and loud let them work it out it means your baby is gagging I hope today's tips will have helped you a little bit um, to figure out what kind of weaning journey you want to take. I mean, you don't really need to make a decision, but I think it's always good to know what routes of, of weaning are out there. And, you know, most people, as I said, probably do a mixture of both. Make sure you download our app, which provides free recipes and weaning tips for families with young children. Look for Phoebe on the App Store. That's P-H-O-E-B-E. -E. Our next session is going to look at food sequences. So we'll be discussing what foods are good to start your weaning journey with and how to introduce new textures and new tastes. I hope you enjoyed today's session and I'm really looking forward to sharing some more information with you next time. that any information is given as a general guidance only. Should you have any concerns over the well-being of your child, such as intolerances, allergies and weight, or your baby was born prematurely, or you're unsure if your baby is ready for solids, it is always best to consult with your health visitor or your GP.